This is episode 17 of the No Limits podcast. Welcome back. We're glad that you're here. The podcast is brought to you by Tangle Free Waterfowl, makers of the greatest waterfowl gear and decoys on the planet. Regardless of what you hunt or how you hunt them, Tangle Free has you covered with quality gear that you won't have to replace every other year. If you hunt mallards in the timber, sea ducks on either coast, uh, specks in rice fields or snows in Canada's and ag fields, or even ducks in dry fields, Tangle Free has you covered with the exact decoys, bags, and blinds you need to be successful. If you want to lay out while hunting snows, you want to get in the decoys and lay out, uh, they have several different models of layout blinds, or if you have a big group of guys that are hunting Canada's, uh, their panel blinds are absolutely wonderful for concealment and keeping that cold Kansas wind off of you. If you are a timber hunter like us, the go-to bags are absolutely perfect for keeping everything organized without killing your back on the way to the hole. We love their go-to bags. Uh, tree straps with multiple hooks to hang your guns and duck straps. Everything you need to make your hunt more comfortable, easy, and enjoyable. Tangle Free has it. Use promo code PASSION at checkout, P-A-S-S-I-O-N, and get free shipping on your entire order. Check them out at TangleFree.com. The show is also brought to you by Edge Duck Boats. They are solid and they are fast. Check them out at EdgeDuckBoats.com. Also, Tahatsu Outboards. We've been running the Tahatsu 50 Big Tiller. Next year, we'll move up to the new 60-horsepower Big Tiller. These motors are super reliable, quiet, and fast. The 50 we ran this year weighs in at 204 pounds. Uh, it's got an easy freshwater flush port. We can run over 30 miles on 6 gallons of gas, so these things literally sip fuel. Go to TahatsuOutboards.com. And we also want to welcome a new show sponsor, Hunter's Blend Coffee. Hunter's Blend is not the same old coffee just packaged in a bag with antlers on it so that duck hunters and deer hunters will buy it. Hunter's Blend has established a direct trade relationship with the farmers who desperately rely on that revenue to feed their families and support their communities. Through the direct trade relationship that Hunter's Blend has established, the farmers actually keep more of the profit that would normally go into the pockets of five or six different middlemen before it reaches us here. And as, as you can probably figure, these middlemen are also in large part part of the anti-hunting and anti-Second Amendment movement. So they are keeping the money, Hunter's Blend is actually keeping the money out of the hands of those who would see our hunting heritage eliminated and putting it back into the hands of the farmers who are now able to support their families, communities, and local churches. I can't tell you how excited we are to be working with Paul and Mike at Hunter's Blend. And on top of it, it's really, really good coffee. And you know that uh, we don't play around when it comes to our coffee. So check them out today, huntersblend.com. Great people, great coffee, and also a great mission. Okay, my guest today is TJ Mallet. TJ is a duck hunter and an outfitter from Stuttgart, Arkansas, originally from Madison, Mississippi. He is the owner-operator of the historical Black Duck Lodge right on the banks of the famous Bayamita and also in Saskatchewan, Canada. Bayamita is not in Saskatchewan, Canada, but he also he guides in Saskatchewan. Don't want to trip anybody up. So much history and heritage there at Black Duck. He and his soon-to-be wife, Ashton, do an absolutely fantastic job of welcoming hunters to both locations and making sure that their guests not only have a once-in-a-lifetime shoot, but also experience the warmth and true southern hospitality. Uh, one of the things that TJ and I talked about is how important relationships are in the outfitting world. So many times you hunt with an outfitter that you can tell really doesn't seem all that interested in the people they're guiding. Uh, TJ and Ashton and the rest of the crew are super at building relationships that make their guests feel like family. And I personally can't wait to get up there this year and spend some time with both of them. Uh, we also talked about how and where TJ got his start duck hunting. And coincidentally, 
he and I, we didn't know it at the time, but he and I actually hunted the same exact place in the Mississippi Delta. Like, I think the same tree. Sounds far out, but I think we at one time raced to the same hole. Um, I mentioned his future bride, Ashton Stockwell. If you haven't seen the recent short film, Uncharted Waters, you need to. Uh, Ashton and her close circle of friends are absolutely driven to get up and get after it. They are duck killers. We talk about how TJ and Ashton met and get to share their passion of hunting and outfitting. It's, it's such a great story. Um, TJ is just one of those guys that after you talk with him for five minutes, you feel like you've known him for a lifetime. I can't wait to get up to Arkansas next year and spend some time with him. But you guys don't have to wait because here he is, owner of Black Duck Lodge and a guy that has beaten me to the duck hole a couple of times, uh, my friend T.J. Mallett. All right, all right. We're, um, we're good, man. You can hear me. I can hear you. We're, uh, we, we are alive. Perfect. So, perfect. So you grew up in what in, in Mississippi? In Mississippi, right? that's right, Madison, Mississippi, just uh, just that's north of Jackson. There, oh man, I, I love it. I love it. I really, I mean that that'll always be home, home, and it's uh, it was such a great place to grow up, and and, and it's still still a great little little area, of Mississippi. Um, I, I really do love it uh, over in that area, and it's a. Uh, got a lot of good hunting around there i mean over in the delta you know the oh, is where man. the duck hunting happens and i know you and i have talked about <laughs> the mississippi delta and in and, and some some places of you know more yeah. specifically on here but it sounds like we've stood leaned up against the same tree i was getting ready to say i think you and i have leaned up against the same tree uh, before i guarantee it i guarantee it heck there could have been one morning we were racing and didn't even know it. <laughs> no but but those are there's some good times over there not not what it used to be, unfortunately, but it's um, it's uh, it's still a special place. That uh, it's so crowded there now. Oh yeah, it is, and it is, and there used to be, you know, so much rice farmed around in that area, and and and, and unfortunately, kind of with how early they're able to take off crops, it's just, it's a big, you know, big giant mud flat by the time they they get down there. So in yeah. the ag fields, but you know that's and a, you you know like so you used to be able because you you know where my camp was. I told you where right, the camp was. Right. And um, so you used to be able to leave the camp at 4.30 or so and, or, you know, right at four, cause you couldn't get into the refuge until four. They wouldn't mm-hmm. let you, um, not supposed to anyway. Um, but the, uh, so you could leave the, you could leave the camp around four and be, you know, second or third in line to, to get in. And the place is so big. You wouldn't, you weren't really racing people, uh, right. the, the spots that, you know, you and I hunt are way back in there and yeah, it's, yeah. it's not, it's actually easier to walk in. Um, but you yeah. weren't, it wasn't a foot race, right? Yeah. Now, like a trick. <laughs> now, if you're not sleeping in the truck at midnight, you're 30th in line. Oh yeah. That, that's the absolute truth. That's the yeah, absolute it's truth. just gotten ridiculous, man. It really has. And it's, it's so crazy how I, got into my, my my very first duck hunt was you know in a, in delta national and one of the one of the green trees one of the gtrs yeah yeah that's right that's right and it's i mean it's so on, on the south end right yeah yeah this one that was actually sunflower but the yeah the, the south is where i tended to stay most of the time but we um so i'll never forget it was me and my dad and david Lindsay, great great guy who yeah I, might not be known on you know instagram that sort of thing but he's been a huge mentor to me when i was real real young and great guy and he uh <laughs> so i didn't grow up with you know much money by any means that you know dad was there at my baseball games which you know <clears throat> that meant a lot and right. being able to go hunting more and stuff so i, I wouldn't have traded that but he, I, he uh <laughs> so my first duck hunt was uh at the sunflower at the sunflower green tree and we uh, couldn't afford me way. He drove this old crappy. It was like nineteen eighty Chevy Caprice Classics. <laughs> it's got a, yeah. So so we pull up there and couldn't 
four waiters for me at the time. So his dad, he was a smart guy though, just you know, he's just eccentric fella. And uh, so he got he got an inner tube, an eighteen wheeler tire inner tube. Oh, I know where this is going. Yep, flipped it, got a <laughs> trash can lid, and flipped that sucker upside down and put it in the middle, and plopped my little butt right there, and you know. Tied a rope to his his little cinch belt and a rope to the tube and towed me through the woods and and we got some funny looks but I just I remember those birds you know breaking through the trees that you know oh, some man. were I didn't know they were some were wood ducks some were mallards and didn't matter but it was it was so ingrained in my memory and and later that day we had a uh, they had gotten permission to uh, hunt some catfish ponds and. Drove up over the levee and seeing just all these ducks and not knowing, you know, half of them were ruddy ducks and which, I mean, it was just, it, it was my first love and I was just so obsessed. Um, and I, I figured everyone felt the same way about it and just because, you know, that's how I felt about it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about it. Everyone must, but you know, I didn't, that wasn't the case and dad didn't go on his first duck hunt t- when I was until I was four so he didn't really grow up duck hunting or anything but he uh you know definitely took me as much as he could when he saw that you know that fire that I had and that passion for it um yeah. that's man, such a good area kind of oh it is it is there's so much history over there between you know Teddy Roosevelt stuff some yeah. just incredible duck hunting that still happens and and, and you know from time long long time ago it's a it's a special place for sure now that south end if i'm thinking about it right because you got the sunflower river right there right um that on the other side of the sunflower river is twin oaks yeah yeah and that place it's such a beautiful beautiful management area i mean those guys keep that place manicured i don't know if it still is but i I remember over there too yeah, I haven't about either. going on a decade now, unfortunately. But. Yeah, that, that's that's getting pretty close for me too. Um, but I remember you you couldn't just go up there and shit. You had to get drawn, right? And man, I got drawn once, and that was it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> just it's just unbelievable the hunting in that area. But I mean, it's got so much pressure. Um, and what I found was. It was only really good like the last three to four weeks of the season when the river got up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I remember times where the sunflower didn't have enough water for wildlife and fisheries to even pump and flood the green trees. Right, right. They're just bone dry. Right, yep. That's exactly and then there's right. too much water. Yep, exactly. Exactly, so. yeah. All the it's a, it's a pretty tough equation these days for it to all – you know, work out to get the birds right in there and everything, especially with the mountain people. So it's uh, yeah. one of those things. But, yeah. You know. And, you know, the, the deer hunting was so good, man, on that what we call the island in Delta National and Sunflower. Oh, yeah. Um, you go right past the camp and the rivers kind of make it an island. But even that, man, they let people go in there and run dogs. Now they got people running around, running around there with horses and they, they, they cut. They used to have a 16-inch inside spread minimum, which was – but, you know, a pretty decent, you know, yeah. decent regulation, I thought. When they cut it down to 12, I'm like, that's it. Yep. There there's nothing with four legs that will live in here. And, yeah, exactly. And there's and that's definitely some, like you said, there's there's some absolute monsters running around every acre of that place. About. And especially the refuge where you and I were talking about duck hunting because it's, it's bow hunting only with the exception of um, a rifle or a black powder draw every now and then. That's right. I feel and, like we said too much. Well, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. no, it's it's no, but for, seriously, it's. I mean, that's the truth. It's it's amazing the deer that uh, that come off there each year and the ducks. It's. I mean, it's one of the probably the least heard of, truly special places that has a you know it's a big crowd because of yeah. uh, the people that do know about it. But it's one of those ancestral just duck hole you know just in top 50 places in the world that would yeah. you know just maintain itself That's right. so when did you leave the Delta? where are you hunting now for the most part you're in stuttgart now right that's right that's right we uh ashton and i live on the farm here and, and we've still got uh um, some 
a, a place in, in Madison, but we, we spend all our time. I mean, well, I say all our time. We, we travel <laughs> like nomads just about, right. but we live on the farm here in Arkansas, um, where I run the timber hunting, um, side of black duck. And, uh, it's, it's been great. Mr. Monroe Williams, who, I mean, speaking of mentors, him, Jim Ronquest, they're, they're right. been my two biggest and, uh, a lot of people don't know who Monroe Williams is, but the people that do, he's uh he he's the he's what we call the legend behind the legends. He um <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people have heard of Lester Caps, mm. king of the cut down kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, Lester worked for Monroe, and uh, Monroe 76 now, and you know they got it together. But he that dude is forgotten. More no, about putting birds on the water. Oh my god! Any of us would ever. Know. He he is he is the best, and he is the best. If it wasn't, you know, it was after him. It was Kurt McCullough and Steve Schultz, and um, you know, there those guys just took green timber hunting to to another level. And uh, and Monroe's the he's still the the patriarch around here that keeps everybody in line from. <laughs> I mean, right. from you know millionaires to the you know river rats down the street. I mean, it doesn't matter. They he has as much respect as anybody there is. So I'm, I feel fortunate, so blessed to be able to um, him and entrust his his black duck you know name to yeah. us and being able to to, to so talk about that. How did that? How did that? Because that that area. Um, backs right up to Biomeda, right? That's right. That's right. Our farm, we have uh, backs up on the south side to Biomeda and on the north side, Five Oaks right there. And it's literally surrounded mm. by Biomeda. The actual bayou is the uh, our property border. Um, Monroe's had it for, for a long time. He was the first to buy that grounds and Grover, Grover Cleveland deeded it. I mean, it's uh, there's so much history there. I mean, just from, I mean, you know the the public was to here in five oaks there's been presidents athletes you know all sorts yeah. of just incredible people come through and uh and he's he's been doing it i, I mean when you have guys like nash buckingham hunting there and writing about it um, oh yeah it's got yeah it's i mean i still to this day i've known known him over 15 years and i go and I mean, still hear stories I haven't heard that just leave my jaw on the floor, and Isn't that leaves awesome, me speechless. Man. And that <laughs> that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> I, I love. I just there's something about talking to the the older, like you know, older generation, and it's not only about hunting, but it can be. You know, I sat at the table with my father-in-law last night, and he was going through a bunch of his uh, a bunch of his pictures from when he served in Germany. Um, after World War II, and just there's so much wisdom and knowledge there that when you get to sit, when you get to spend 15 minutes with someone like Monroe, um, it is worth decades of trying to learn things on your own. Oh, and it's just so it good, man. It is. They have been there, done it, and it's just they don't they don't make them like him anymore, um, unfortunately. But they uh, they're I'm I'm glad you know. He's still around and's gonna be here for a long time. I know it because yeah. he's a, he's a good one. And but he uh, oh so oh so much to him. But I kind of I ended up over here in Arkansas. So I went my first duck hunt when I was seven. You know we were talking about to the the green trees and then nine. I started. I got for Christmas that next year. I remember getting a uh, old Primo's winch and a <laughs> it was a Buck Gardner DVD and. Um, just kind of blowing the duck call, listening to it, and got kind of just kind of picked up on it. And when I was nine, uh, blew in a duck calling contest in Mississippi. And next year, went and um, met Butch uh, mm-hmm. at the shop when I was ten, and blew in junior worlds and intermediate, and uh, qualified for worlds a few times. But that's what what got me up here. I mean, when I was fifteen and a half, uh, I, there there were two there's two people uh buddy of mine uh will mcbride there's so much i owe to him for him getting me up here um and on on the farm and be able to help out and 
teach me a lot about the woods and and uh jim ronquist i mean when i when i was 15 i'd drive every other wednesday from madison to stuttgart just to practice duck calling and and jimbo took me under his wing then and i still my my when i make a decision a lot of times i mean more often than not when it comes you know duck hunting type sort of things he's who's he's whose word I, I i trust the most and he's uh i mean there's not a bad thing no one has a bad thing to say about Jimbo, no. so this is nothing new but he's uh now nah, so much gratitude to, to yeah both I've, of those guys. I, I've talked to jimbo a couple of times and um i, I can tell you you know, you see them on TV a lot, and it's a lot of these. You've probably found this, and a lot of the guys that you see on TV, there's one personality that you know they portray when they're in front of a camera, and then right. a completely different one when you happen to meet them in person. Yeah, yeah, um, not Jimbo. Nope. He's 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 twenty four karat one hundred percent Jimbo all the time, and it's is I mean, couldn't ask for a better guy. Better and about as country as a row of peas. Oh man, heck yeah! <laughs> you bet, you bet, you bet. I think he's uh, I think he just got back from chasing turkeys in Missouri as we speak. Yep. I can't remember. So uh, yep, but yep. He, yeah, no, he's he's as good as they come. But if uh, no, if it wasn't for you know some of those guys I mentioned, and and there's others that I I know I've left out, but just being able to to get here wherever you know quote unquote here is for you know for me it's where i want to be and what i want to be be doing but yeah. it's been it's been such a, a crazy ride and it's just you know it's happened so fast it seems like but you know a long time in the making that uh i started i guess i started guiding when i was 15 for uh rocky lafleur when he had oh, mossy yeah. island um heck over 15 years ago and then uh cypress crossing a, a great outfit uh here in stuttgart first i was their first guide um with them when they opened my freshman year of college going on dang that was over you know 10 years ago uh now too which is crazy but um they were great outfit still are and you know still talk to their owner scott they're not too far from where where we are and you know it actually you know for other people listening for a great great spot to go we're uh, uh they're probably booked up already too but you know great great option to go hunt in stuttgart you know other than us because there's you know there's a lot of outfits but there's there's few that you know a lot of people will ask throughout the year uh, you know looking to go I'm like well there's some places that have openings but i would <laughs> i'd feel bad about you know sending you to go there but you know cypress crossings definitely not one of those places and mm-hmm. um, i thought you know we uh we try to do the same do the same thing um you know here but got started with with rocky way back when 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 i was 15 and uh, when i got to Ole miss and graduated from there um got it it, it worked out really well with just how the Christmas break and Thanksgiving break worked out. There were only four days of duck season in school that overlapped. Mm. And so I got, a, I got a guide full time for them through college. And after I graduated, got into a sales job with ag pipe company for just a, a year or so. And it was a great job, but I hated it. It was not <laughs> duck hunting. I didn't get to do it. I was, I realized my, just my equilibrium or whatever you want to call it. My body was, just not right if i was not if my life was not about waterfowling and duck hunting so um i got a great opportunity to work for just an incredible organization delta waterfowl can't say enough good things about them um and and i actually got to i knew i didn't i always knew i would would like to be an outfitter but didn't until i got to canada up there uh you know a while uh, several several years ago now um i realized that outfitting was what i wanted to do um and knew i could do it um just had to that's what a lot of people ask me all the time whether it be through messages and instagram and different things just you know how do you get to to do what you're doing for a living and it's man it's so hard it's not nothing that happened overnight i mean you have to i mean i've literally been grinding since i was seven years old and and didn't really realize 
that, you know, when I was in seventh grade, not paying attention to what my history teacher was saying and drawing picture of my dream boat set up and mm. trailer, you know, in my notebook that this is, you know, what it was all leading to. Um, but you know, if you, if you do want anything bad enough, you can make it happen. Just the, the work hard, but also work smart. And, uh, you've got to surround yourself with the right people. You have to, you're not going to, um, if, I mean, you, you, you've got to put yourself with the right people that know what they're doing and you've got to start at the bottom. You got to be able to walk before you can run. Um, and, 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 and too, too many people want that, you know, microwave success and just kind of, a lot of times it just doesn't work out. Either flames out just quick or, you know, there's a lot of guys that I see that make, you know, jumps from, you know, whether it be companies or even other outfitters from this zone to that, that zone, you gotta, you gotta really, really be smart about when you make your decision, make it and be confident in it and know that, you know, you know, with, I mean, you know, nobody knows anything's going to work, but you got to stack all the mm -hmm. chips you can in your favor. Yeah. And, 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 and that's one of the things that I tell people that, uh, you know, are trying to get into outfitting or, or into the industry at all. So that's, you make those, those right decisions early. Um, because you only get one chance at a first impression, whether it be, to, you know, online or people you meet, whatever. So that's, uh, yep. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, doing what we do, filming as much as we do, and everything else, we we you know have met a lot of outfitters. Most of them have been awesome. A couple of them, though, just you're a number to them, and they right. don't understand what you just talked about is the relationships. You can't get anywhere just you know grinding on your own. Um, but you also need to understand, man, if you're not good with relationships. Um, let some, I can, you know, I'm not telling you don't be an outfitter, but don't be the face of it. That's um, right. There's, there's one thing that, that I say a lot of times, there's not all guides can be outfitters. There's a big difference. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys don't realize that because being an outfitter and being a guide are two completely completely different things. I mean, you're handling, you know, the, uh, it's like I say for, I mean, in Canada and Arkansas, I mean, especially Canada, the hunt's the easy part. Um, it's all the stuff you don't see behind the scenes that, uh, you know, working on, you know, this time of year, you know, from, there's just so much that goes into it that people don't realize that, you know, they get to see, you know, on Instagram, the, the, the highlights of it and, right. and, and everything, but the, the work that we do behind the scenes, there's just so much that goes into it that has to make it happen. But um, it's the same thing with film and we run into the same thing. You know, so many times yeah. we've gotten, uh, comments like, Oh, you know, it must be nice to be able to go here and do it. Man, you have no idea. It's like, yeah, it is work. nice, but it is so much work and so much of a grind. You better want it. And, you know, it takes a, a, a leap of faith. And, you know, that's one of the things that this podcast is about that. It takes a leap of faith to be able to get away from that, you know, desk job, which there's no, nothing wrong with. I mean, I, I personally couldn't do it, but, you know, and, and go after the sort of things that, you know, we're doing a field. It's, uh, it takes, you know, it takes a toll on you physically, mentally, and, um, you know, that's, you know, kind of speaking yeah. of faith, that's, I mean, that's nobody, where we're, yeah, no, nobody understands, yeah, nobody understands, well, I mean, a few people do, but, you know, for every eight minutes of video that we put out, man, that's, that's like a week of filming, right. um, you know, for, yeah, you may see me running down a river or something and, you know, in our edge duck boats or whatever. Uh, but you don't take into account, okay, there's two other boats carrying three other cameramen and gear that you don't see the amount of coordination that it takes to get a duck to land on the water in front of you and hide everybody and all the cameras and all the boats and all the gear. And dude, <laughs> yeah, it's That's nice right. when it all comes together, but you have no idea what goes on in the background. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And I mean, it's, uh, it's one of those things that's just, you know, that's what we want our customers to see is, 
ju- just the good parts, you know, show up and shoot ducks. But there's yeah. there's so much that goes into making that possible to where it's uh it, it's right. hard, but it's so rewarding. I, I wouldn't trade it for no for anything in the world, man. I, I really wouldn't. No, it's it's awesome. And when we, you know, our our if I can get the word out, our project is kind of a faith based not not kind of it is a faith based project and when you see the byproduct of um one of your cameramen coming to christ uh the night before the last hunt Mm -hmm. um just because he's been around you guys enough and he's seen you guys talk the talk and walk the walk and realize that that's something that he wants it it definitely makes it all worth it i mean that's that's exactly why we started that in the first place absolutely i think it's so awesome what y'all are doing joey i really do and no, thank you. it's a it's, it's a great platform to be able to to share it on and you know different people's stories about uh you know for how my my dad told me this is you know for every person there's a story mm. and um and, and that's true everyone's got one it's just uh you know it's up to that person how interesting they want to make it <laughs> yeah and that's the one thing that I think um, if I were to boil duck hunting down to just its, its essence, that's the one thing that it's taught me is that, yeah, we're all different and we all come from different backgrounds and have different, you know, favorite places that we like to hunt or different scenarios that we like to hunt in. But we've got a lot more that we've got a lot more in common than we do that separates us or divides us. Absolutely, um, and that's just such a great thing. Talk about uh, you mentioned Black Dog, and that's that's going to be something brand new for you because now that's going to be your base of operations in Stuttgart, right? That's that's right, I, and actually, kind of uh, this will be really the first time announcing it. Um, we'll have a big drop on uh, Instagram with a website and everything, but uh, was fortunate enough to buy out my business partner in Canada and we'll, um, so that'll be, uh, Ashton and I's operation. Um, I'll talk about more about her in, in a minute, but we, uh, Oh yeah. You're not going to get off of here without talking about her. Oh no. I think I may <laughs> figure that was the only reason I was on here. Right. No, no I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> but we, uh, we, we just, uh, just got all that finalized, which is, is the biggest dream besides her come true. That is, um, I just, just can't believe it. I had, and, and I can't say enough good things about my business partner, Ward, and uh, Frontline Waterfowl. I mean, heck, me and him been turkey hunting this spring, and there's a lot of, especially in this industry, you, you hear, you know, when, you know, business partners split up or, you know, people go their yeah, other bad, ways. Right? That it's bad. I mean, couldn't, this is one of those things where, you know, I knew it was right because uh, we're still in the same lodge, same zones and, and everything, but it, it was an opportunity for me and, 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 you know, thank you to Ward for, for making it happen. He's, he's, I mean, he's set the, the gold standard in Canada, uh, for outfitters. He, he really has. And there's, I know I'm not the, um, first outfitter to kind of stem from his, I guess, if you will, almost like there's a, you know, Bill Belichick has a coaching tree, you know, kind of. Yeah. And and, and Ward's definitely got one, man. He's, he's, he still runs a, his operation, um, which, you know, we don't step on each other's toes area wise. We're, you know, just far enough away, but, you know, close enough to where we can, we can, uh, you know, give each other reports and, um, Mm. just really give our hunters the experience that uh you know is unparalleled i've, I've, I've been other places and i i really don't think there's there's a better option that you could pick and uh from warden and, and black duck where we run and, and and that's that's one of the things that you know you mentioned was relationships and that's that's such a big a big part of black duck uh Canada and Arkansas is the, are the relationships and there's a lot of a lot of outfitters that will run more than one group at a time and I I get that not not saying that's a wrong way there's no wrong or right way of doing things but but we will always always have always will just have you know one group in camp at a time and that's one of the reasons we've got such a high repeat customer basis we've got so many great clients that have become such great friends that you know when when you come you it's it's just y'all and um you know total privacy around you know where you're staying and um 
the, the but the, the one thing that I feel like a lot of people now these days I don't know if it's a PC thing or what but you know I'm we're out there to have a good time for sure a good time's going to be had but we're out there to kill a bunch of birds mm-hmm. like I mean I make no bones about it I've you know killing is the name of the game like that's that's why I'm out there I mean you can you know people say you know I, I'll go just to be out there and, you know, the ducks are a bonus. Man, I'm, I'm going to honestly call BS on that one for yeah. for me anyway, because I, I mean, that's why I'm out there to do it. I mean, because, you know, I could be, if I want to just be out there for the outdoors, I'd be really into hiking, but yeah. there's something that, t- <laughs> that taste of blood, man, it just, it doesn't go away. Yeah. And it's one of those things if I'm, you know, if not killing, not, you know, controlling all the controllables I can, that is just that throws everything off and, you know, yeah. in my head and body. So it's a, uh, and, and you know, you know what, TJ, it's funny you say that because a guy you and I know well, Robbie Kroger and I were just yeah. talking oh, about that. Craig, Craig, uh, and I, I said that, um, yeah, I mean, that is the end result for everything that we get up in the morning and all the preparation that we do is to pull the trigger and kill birds. Um, but I guess what's changed in me is that, um, if we, if, if we don't, um, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. I, I mean, I'm a little, you know, tweak that my plan didn't work. Um, right, but it's like worst case scenario. Got to go on a duck hunt and experience God's great creation, see a sunrise. Um, you know, as long as nobody gets, you know, hurt or anything, it's a win. Yeah. And the in the I mean, if know, it wasn't about killing, I wouldn't bring a gun. Exactly. That that's one of the <laughs> things that I think you know sometimes gets lost in the is is you know when you come with us and one of the reasons I guess I might not talk about it as much is because that's a, a guarantee. Get seeing you know God's creation, get to experience just everything. That's mm-hmm. the guarantee that you're for sure going to get that. Yeah, so sun's going to ex- come up. That's unless, right. Unless something, if not, we got bigger fish to fry. So. Yeah, it, it, exactly. I'm, it, that's the dang truth. <laughs> I mean, if it doesn't, then you know, then it's, it's, a duck it's, is the least of your worries. Bingo, bingo. And so, <laughs> you know, it's it, the the. I think, and that's one thing. I guess I learned to do from early on was appreciate those things that all you know the camaraderie the preparation everything Mm. to where it helped me and the the killing aspect to where uh when it comes time for that it's tunnel vision and it's you know his, his game time yeah what has um talking about faith in god's creation and and that what has duck hunting done for your faith and what has your faith done like how have they or have they um, oh they've absolutely have, have they mutually benefited each other and what has that looked like for you absolutely i mean i've always like i, I tell people is you know i've got a, a good great relationship with god that i i always have to where i talk to him instead of just like talking to yourself and thinking a lot of times mm. I just talk to God and, and it's a lot of, sometimes it's prayer, you know, I'll pray before I go to sleep, but a lot of times it's, it's just kind of talking to God and the, the more that, that gut feeling that people talk about, I think it's more of, it's more of God, you know, saying, here's, yeah, man. here's what I got in store for you. And the more that I've listened to that gut feeling, which I call a God feeling yeah. is, I mean, when I've trusted that, it has not led me astray. It is, it's, it's, you know, yeah. led me to the love of my life, the, my dream job. I never thought I'd be able to do, um, or be able to, or have the opportunity at, but just listening to, and, and, and it takes a leap of faith and you've got to have that faith to listen to those God feelings and be able to go with it. Um, but it, 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 it has duck hunting has and i think that's one thing that a lot of guys in you know alpha males like me and i'm sure yourself that you know or in and most guys that like to duck hunt and you know outfit and different things there's it's such a mental grind that you know and, and they don't like to talk about it but i know we all deal with you know some format 
anxiety or something, but being able to talk to God and being able to duck hunt and have total, what it brings me is total focus and tunnel vision to the best things. I'm not thinking about any other outside, you know, noise and anything else going on. It's everything. You're so in the moment. Um, and, and in a day of, you know, technology and you know just you got so many distractions exactly there's just so much to be said for being totally focused on one thing in the moment outside in god's creation and i think it's just that these two have blended you know more than i mean honestly god and church i mean which is Mm -hmm. might be weird to say but the outdoors and god have have gotten to me and affected me more in a positive way in my relationship with God than, than, um, you know, even church has, but it's, you know, like you said, like we've said, there's 10,000 different ways to duck and there's that many different, I guess, ways to be close to God. And, you know, that's mine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for me, um, I, I came to Christ relatively late in my life. So almost 40, um, and I, you know, we went to. <laughs> I joke around like when we speak at different. I speak at a lot of different churches and men's groups and wild game dinners and and things of that sort. And I kind of joke around and say we were CEOs Christmas and Easter only. Uh, right. That that was us growing up. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't. I wasn't saved in a church in a building. Um, it was in that that tree that probably you and I have stood by. Um, yes, that's sir. where it all. That's where it all happened. Um, and so, you know, for, for guys that are listening, oh, here they go again. No, just listen to me. Um, God does not care about whether you were in church on Sunday. God does not care about whether you think you're a good enough person or you're doing enough good things or good works. God wants exactly what you just said. Hey, man, talk to me. You know, just That's like any exactly father would, right. would be – with his son, you know, I hear people say, "Well, you know, we're all God's children." Mm, no, we're all God's creation. Um, there's a difference between being adopted into the heavenly family, and that's when that when you start that relationship and start just talking to him. And a lot of people, so you know, have intuition about this, that, or the other thing. Maybe it's not intuition. Maybe maybe that's that's something else. That gut exactly. feeling you were talking about is actually a God feeling. Um, and it took me a while to realize that. Um, you know that the, the the little voice inside of your head. Do you ever wonder where that comes from? That's what that is. Exactly. That's <laughs> I could. That's what I. Exactly. Exactly. And there's a. I think a lot of people. That's just the kind of realization that you know if they came to make us that you know that's yeah man that's not your gut that's God and and, yeah. and then then once you kind of or not kind of once you do accept that and and give it up to him that that god feeling or gut feeling just screams that much louder at you yeah um yeah. and and there's uh I can't, I can't remember um i'm not one that you know wears uh you know my faith on their sleeve as much it's kind of one of those things you know faith and politics i don't really talk a, a whole lot about it. unless it's you know one of these settings where that's what we're going to talk about you know mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it and and one of the and I'm, I'm pretty pretty positive it's a bible verse but it's one of my favorite and it says god does not deduct from man's allotted span on earth time spent hunting and fishing <laughs> and that's and and as uh, I, I, I can't remember if it it might be. I think it was a duck hunter that wrote that. It might have been. It might have been. <laughs> it ain't and, the Bible. And, it just, should be. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If if it's not in there, maybe maybe it should be. But now he, uh, he, he what he did say in Genesis was, um, uh, you know, all every moving thing that lives on the earth, I give to you as food. So everything that flies, swims, or crawls on the ground—that's what all those Cajuns eat down here in Louisiana. Those things uh, are crawling on the ground. Uh, yeah, married one twenty-four carat. Nah, that's right. That's right. Well, look, we have, so we've danced around it long enough. You talked about the love of your life, um, and we talked about Robbie Kroger. And for those that did not see um, the Uncharted Waters um, 
oh I guess, gosh. episode or short film that came out. How great um, was that? Yeah, that was just, it was good. And not, uh, and I talked to Robbie about this, and he even said on the podcast, you know, the thing about that is not one, that you didn't see one duck dying. So it was not about, I mean, obviously, Ashton and her crew were out there to kill birds, but that wasn't what the point of the film was about. But Oh, yeah, because they, I mean. Yeah did plenty it's just you know that's what it, what it wasn't about and you know you got to see some they got some great footage of some birds coming in but i love how how they how they told the story robbie can i even joked with robbie about i said in his voice you know he could make the red crayon interesting you know the red crayon is the most <laughs> interesting in all of the books <laughs> But you know how he t- how he make you want to go out and buy some crayons. I know, I'm like man, I need, he's right. I need to go get a red crayon. But I mean, how he can tell a story and just and just nail it is yeah. was astounding. And just the women involved, uh, Ashton, Kim Rogers, and um, Kara Harper, just three great women that uh, are true true credits to yeah. the, the sport of, of waterfowling and hunting in general. Well, um, talk about the one that you're getting ready to marry in oh my gosh, how long? In, in uh, less than two weeks, May yeah. 18th. So, uh, you know, coming how up did, on How did you guys now. meet? And so, if if nobody knows, come out from underneath the rock you're living under. Um, <laughs> if, if nobody has seen or, or knows or follows TJ on, on uh, Instagram and knows that his wife is a duck killing machine. I mean, she's oh just as ate up as any of us guys are. Oh, uh, if not more. I mean, she is, she's, she's so mad at him. It, <laughs> I, I love it. And, 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 and it was funny this year. So she's killed plenty of turkeys in the past, but this year was her first going off, um, you know, on her own and, and killing, killing, you know, her first one by herself, called up, you know, all, all that. And it was just, I saw, you know, when there were, this happens to every turkey hunter that, you know, you're not going to get them every time, but, you know, there'll be one gobbling and not come in, you know, something happens, end up, you know, hung up, whatever. And just the frustration I told her was just unfortunately so cute, but just seeing how mad she was getting at him. Oh, she's, I mean, she's just a hunter through and through. Um, and, and we, we, we met, uh, I guess five years ago now she brought, her uh, her best friend and brother to Cypress Crossing actually, and this is I was guiding just on the weekends for them them just because I still wanted to do it when I was working for the pipe company and I, I didn't take Ashton and them but I got I met her when I was you know there just visiting and I just you know wow you know <laughs> wow and um, we we didn't start talking until uh, after that. Um, and you know finally got her number and we started talking and um you know a while went by and we're like well figured out that you know we like each other to talk you know talking to each other and um you know we we met up went on a date and the, the rest is history and i never and it's so crazy because i always said you know i guess to myself and others that you know i would never I was never going to be with someone that wanted to do it just because it was my thing, you know, rah, rah, rah. well, I mean, she just came and just ruined all my plans in the best way. And, uh, she, <laughs> she, I mean, she's my hunting partner. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not because it's not like, a, I feel like I'm, I'm ob- obligated to take her. I mean, the guys that, I mean, she can, you know, carry their own more than you know i wouldn't want to list them because it would hurt some feelings but i mean from driving a boat blowing a duck call to just knowing a lot of times not to do something that just every she just blows me away every day um Mm. i mean i'm just i'm so fortunate to have her in my life I, i definitely wouldn't be i definitely wouldn't we wouldn't own this outfit if i mean if it wasn't for her i mean she does so much behind the scenes from i mean just managing the maybe managing the business a lot of the business side of it that it a lot of it goes so unnoticed and i mean i can't thank her enough for everything she she does i mean she's that's so good man oh man she's she's awesome i'm 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 afraid to take her to the eye doctor because 
think, you know, she might realize how out of my league she really is, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to, you know, let it ride, man. No, but really she, she's the, she is the best. Like oh. I, 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 we have way too much fun than I almost feel like is, uh, we just, we just have a blast. We just that's love that's good that you don't together. have the, the, um, the strut because you know a, a lot of wives oh my gosh here comes hunting season i guess we're not gonna like my when i met my wife i was in head to toe camo because i was well i mean i was hunting with her boyfriend uh, <laughs> um yeah we're still friends um so but you know i met her and i was in head to toe camo so she and you know the guy she was dating was a, a duck hunter so she, and her family was was duck hunter, so she knew what she was getting into. And after the, after the, you know, we dated for, I mean, I knew after our first date, and even told her that we were going to be married. Um, oh heck yeah. yeah! So you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, <clears throat> and so same thing as well. Yeah, and and so, but after the third season and then the fourth season, like, do you have to go every weekend? Every weekend? Now, not every day because i work during the week um she goes do you have to go every weekend i said let me just explain this to you um if the mall were only open for 60 days a year i would never see you like i would have to go find you in the mall i just go every weekend that is that is great and i'm so glad i won't have to use that except i know but that's a really really good one that i'll pass along to some buddies that i know do yeah yeah there there you it you just tell if the mall were only open for 60 days you would be in there 60 days yeah period yeah i know it for a certainty that's right but that's that's just good man that y'all get to share um that that your passions don't collide and and you know my wife and i don't collide i mean she knows that when it's hunting season i go and if there's something that i need to stay home for and take care of i'll I'll do it there's not a lot of you know back and forth on that but it's just good that you guys get to to share that and at the boat ramp whenever you know all the guys are like hey go on man and you yep she's mine boys sorry (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah there's 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 no no question about that's the best part oh yeah and being able to i mean we've you know for 120 days run an outfit together um you know canada and you know it's it's relationships are you know a lot of work you know mm-hmm. the best ones and tough ones i mean it all it always takes work but you know when you can as you know when you can work together and not kill each other and you know, yeah after coming out you know even more in love after it i mean it's just a it's just a such yeah but awesome you, you'll thing. figure it out i mean the there's one there's one um i'll say it's a danger but not really dan- i mean there is some point where um you know you guys are gonna have to you know at some point she likes to do her own thing and you like to do your own thing and you know y'all figure that out oh yeah but, oh yeah and there'll be little ones coming along hopefully you know before oh too, boy. too long and that'll you know th- throw the best kink in all you know the world like i mean i can't imagine um and that'll be in you know another awesome challenge yeah, that man. we we you know we'll have to figure out but you know something that you know we look forward to but it's just you know trying to take it each day mm-hmm. at a time and just trying to try to just get the most out of each day i mean none of us are getting out of here alive so might as well right? nope nope and so black duck you've got a big announcement coming up for that and probably yes. by the time this airs you've already made it yeah. um but is there anything else you want to go into about the lodge and kind of yeah, what you're yeah. setting that up to be? Yeah, yeah. So, so in Canada, we've we've got a great lodge. We're on um, ten acre compound there that's just surrounded by ag fields. We've got a twenty five hundred square foot lodge, a fifty um, by sixty hundred uh, fifty by sixty heated shop with um, you know where we keep everything from getting frozen, which is real nice. But 
lodge sleeps 12 very comfortably two big screen satellite tvs uh ashton does all the cooking um unless it's steak night and then uh, <laughs> but we she you know so when you go up there and i mean the Can the canadians are known for being nice they're not known for their food so that's Boy, a, roger that's that. a yeah that's a that's a big a, you know a real real nice thing to to come back to but just being you know i'm not only people that you know i like to tell you know where we are our clients i mean that's you know those are the people who the only people i care you know about really you know you know what uh, what they think is yeah. is our clients that's where you know i'm not looking to try to impress you know followers on instagram it's it, it's you know for our for our clients and those those people that invest in us we want to invest in them but we yeah. um we we run one group at a time. I've got three guys hired, um, and and Ashton does a lot of the, uh, she does a lot of scouting and everything too. I mean she'll she'll be out there helping me, guide and set up spreads and tear them down. You know also so but I've got you know great team. That's got that's got to be crazy for guys that show up and don't like. Oh okay, there's there's a woman in the lodge, so I guess she just cooks. Uh no, <laughs> it's like oh man yeah yeah no kidding it's uh. <laughs> It, 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 it's wild i mean she she go she'll she'll go a couple of times because i mean you know most of it you know a lot of times guys we want to talk you know tell jokes about you yeah. know all sorts of stuff and yeah. so so she gets that which is is really cool um yeah but she's she's just as good as anybody at finding a field and yeah and dang sure good at getting permission because when i go knocking yeah. on the door and she's with me <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I think we're batting about a thousand. It's, it, 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 but uh, so that so that definitely helps. But she's, I mean, she's damn. Maybe I ought to do that next time we go up yeah, there. Cool. Just bring my wife just to go knock on the doors. Pretty much. Put her in some sitcoms. It's a or whole something. lot, a whole lot better than me or your ugly butt going knocking. Roger on the that. Door. I mean, because golly, these pretty ladies. Um, All right, so you're you're in Canada the first part of the season, right? Is that kind of how you split it? How do you split it up between Canada and Arkansas? So right now we're, um, you know, getting everything ready for. So I've got you know paperwork, work visa stuff that I'm handling on the can the Canadian side of the mm. operation, and here in uh, you know June we'll go visit, go up to the lodge. That's go visit all our farmers, make relationships with new ones, yep. and and. Um, that's that that goes a long a long way you know mm -hmm. them seeing our face this time of year mm -hmm. um throw a big bar you know have a barbecue at the lodge warm we always have a good time and it it makes it that much easier for just the amount of, of ground that we have access to hunt mm -hmm. is is incredible and a lot of it's from you know a lot of it's right i mean literally the best actually hunt numbers wise we've ever had was uh had six guys and it was in the field behind the lodge um I mean, we I literally love that. dropped them off, came and parked back at the lodge and walked to the blinds, and we, we couldn't have shot another bird legally. We limited every, it was over 200 birds, mm. and shot, everyone shot their limit of snows, dark geese, and ducks it, mm. by 930. It was just one of those mornings that, um, just truly incredible, and it was, um, so it's, I, I, I couldn't have been more fortunate to find the place that we did. Um, yeah. But it matches up nice, right? Because by the time that's starting to get froze up and everything moves out, we're getting kicked off down here. Exactly, exactly. And so this time of year, I'm doing everything, you know, here to get Arkansas ready. You know, we're right now with how wet it's been, it's a constant battle, of, you know, just keeping the water. You mm -hmm. know, we've got the water off the woods right after the season, which is a good thing. But, you know, keeping it out of the slough is just a, you know, constant battle of that and just trying to get it off so you know be able to plant and then getting blinds all situated so when we do go so we run from you know in canada september 1st will be my first hunt and then last hunt will be the last day in october so we'll get back usually around november 3rd and it opens up here around november 17th but we get you know the blinds brushed before we go so it's yeah green on there and you know it'll die a lot you know mm -hmm. slower and then when we get back you know just fill everything in get everything cleaned up and um get ready to kick it off again um but now, that's one hunt? thing in arkansas we do is just the weekends just friday saturday and right. sunday uh that's what i was just getting ready to ask you right right it goes in this year especially i mean it, you know you, 
it was a tough year for everybody by you know tor- you know regression towards the mean i mean it was mm-hmm. it was you know how warm and wet it was so it was rough, you're man. able to able to rest a, a, a place there's there's very few places south of the mason dixon that you can run hunters every day on unless you have just absolute you know no thousands and thousands of ground uh, acres of ground and different places to go which we're fortunate enough to do but we're also fortunate enough to be able to rest all these farm you know our farm which encompasses yeah you know, different areas that it's able to to rest those birds so yeah you know when a crew of hunters arrives on thursday you know, Friday morning going in, they know those birds haven't been messed with Monday through Get Thursday. Some. And it really, especially on years like this, it goes a long, long way. Yeah. Now talk about the lodge at Black Duck because you talked about the lodging in Canada. I want to hear more about um Oh, man. I, God, <laughs> I, lo- I love it. It's, I mean, it's it's such a cool – it's is not the – the fanciest lodges it's a i mean there's some big mansion lodges out there that's incredible i mean yeah. a couple that you know not really my style this is this is it's not like duck either. camp in a way that uh, i mean it, we it sleeps 18 has nine bedrooms um five full baths i mean so i mean it, we, we can sleep a ton and it's 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 nice but it's duck camp i mean it's it's yeah. on the bike you literally i mean you can walk out back and take a piss into the bayou if you want and yeah. uh but i mean it's got all the amenities i mean huge kitchen satellite tv all that stuff but you're definitely at duck camp and, and you know it i mean you're i mean across the bayous i mean you're on bayou media and then we go you know hunt private ground that butts up to it and oh god just i'll have to come visit you between your during your splits you better you yeah, better man that's uh i just that whole area is just and and to be right there on the water to where you know you're not fighting boat ramps and fist fights to get in the holes it's just oh man oh there's so something nice. special about it just the, <laughs> i mean the the history runs as the roots run as deep as the the oaks and those damn those dang hardwoods and yeah it's, it's yeah just something truly truly special and i mean almost spiritual that yeah just oh no doubt and just grabs a hold of you yeah no um, doubt and there's what there's, um we're we're coming up on wrapping this thing up is there anything that you wanted to cover that we left out man no not at all actually even just looking at the thing i didn't realize we've been talking an hour which is yeah that's a good thing but no i think uh they always man, go like that thank man thank you enough for for having me i hope uh oh, know, man. i hope some some people out there get a enjoy it and hear a little you know a little no, bit they, more they, about they definitely will i'm gonna put um i'm gonna put all of your you know your websites and your social media um sites and everything in the uh in the show notes and i'm quite sure as far as black duck goes you're booked this year i am yep okay. booked for uh canada and arkansas canada for, and arkansas okay well that's, yeah. a, that's a good thing it, it is it, it really it really is i can't it takes a lot of the pressure off especially just starting really does it really does only uh uh you know this will be our third full full year but having the the customers that we've had just being able to uh, them coming back just that's just such a Mm. such a huge vote of confidence that you know you're doing the right thing or you know trying to the best you for your ability and um that that goes such a long way i'm so thankful to the you know clients that we have and uh, you know, it's, it, I mean, it really is, it's like a big duck camp family that we've, that we've got. They just, you right. know, they right. come go with us and we have a great time. Well, TJ, you're a stand up dude, man. And I have enjoyed our conversation. Um, not only this one, but in the, the phone calls we've had leading up to this you too, and, man. uh, you know, we, we run through Stuttgart quite a bit filming and I would love to stop in and just get a better sense of what you got going on even if even if it's not you know even if the shotguns stay in the truck man i'd love to to come visit you and just oh, see well you. the shotguns aren't staying in the truck but you're coming <laughs> <laughs> <That's how. laughs> and good luck on your on your wedding you know that you have outkick your coverage right oh absolutely i mean <laughs> w- way outkick that's, awesome. that's awesome well 
We'll be praying for you, brother. Congratulations, and uh, thank you for joining us. Good luck this season. Good luck with the uh, with the wedding. I'm sure you don't need luck there. It sounds like you got everything everything figured out and under control. Oh yeah, you know, come hell or high water, we'll be hitched by the end of that day. So that's uh, that's great. Man. So that's that's, that's all that's I'm looking great. forward to. But I I can't thank you enough for for having me on, Joey. This is yeah. a great podcast yeah. that you've got, um, you know, tying in, but. We love to do the most with uh, the most important thing in your relationship with with God. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a great platform to to do it, and I think uh, you've got a great thing going on. So, so well, thank you so much, man. That coming from you, that means a that means a bunch. Thank you, man. Thank you, TJ. I had a great time sharing stories and learning more about the operation at Black Duck. Uh, guys, if you're looking for some of the best green timber hunting in one of, if, if not the most, historical and famed locations you need to give TJ a call. I promise you, you'll be glad that you did. Uh, so thank you again, TJ. Good luck to you and Ashton. I know you guys are going to have many, many years of happiness ahead of you. Uh, thanks again to our show sponsors, Tangle Free Waterfowl. Don't forget to use promo code PASSION, P-A-S-S-I-O-N, at checkout for free shipping. Thank you, as always, to Edge Duck Boats, to Hatsu Outboards, and our newest sponsor, Hunter's Blend Coffee. Head over to huntersblend.com. Make sure when you do, there's a link. It says documentary. You need to watch that documentary. It shows how the direct trade model that Hunter's Blend Coffee has established has absolutely changed the lives of those who supply our coffee and it's changed the lives of their communities. It is, it's a beautiful, wonderful story. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show. We cannot thank you enough. The show has been doing incredibly well, super good numbers, and it's all because of you, so thank you. Uh, I'll make sure you subscribe to the, uh, to the show. That's it. Thanks for joining us again, and until our next episode, bye-bye, y'all.